You are listening to the Heart of Tradition podcast. Hello, everyone. Uh, today we are going to discuss the subject of uh, competing brands and actually not name dropping, but I'm going to talk to you about specific brands because we haven't mentioned them before. We do believe that it's good that people are out there passing and spreading the message of the transdermal gospel or, you know, the, this idea that the skin is going to play a key role in us helping to overcome many things in the future, including our two major deficiencies, vitamin D and magnesium. And, um, and so we don't want to come down on people that are bringing that information to the public and helping get that out there. But we do need to make some points on um, if there is any false practices or fake claims or anything like that 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 we see as being um, maybe less than transparent. Uh, sometimes I guess people can be fooled themselves into what they're holding in their hand as well. So there's 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 you know there's distributors and resellers and all these different levels to it, but. In general, um, we can point out a few distinctions and get some clarity there. So we wanted to start with Now Brand, this Now Brand that people see around everywhere. It's one of the bigger brands. Um, they have, um, you know, flakes and they have tons of other stuff too. They don't just do magnesium. They do tons of like oils, essential oils and, and um, like body oils and and. and even just base oils for massage. I think they do a lot of supplements too. They've been around for a while. But anyway, so we tried to contact them about their certification of origin because their products say that they're from the Netherlands uh, and it's from the Zechstein Sea. And, and they're in their email, they respond, oh, we've been working with this person for 15 years or whatever, which is kind of odd because the stuff wasn't discovered until about, you know, maybe about 13, 14 years ago anyway. Um, so they were really on the point or they've since changed from their original producer. I don't know. But all I do know is that they won't give you a certificate of origin. So they won't give you a certificate of origin. They call that proprietary. So they don't have to tell you where they're getting anything from, which is strange for magnesium because it's not like they're, it's proprietary like Coca-Cola where we're not going to tell you all the things that we use to make this so you can take this and run with it. No, this is proprietary for a base molecule <laughs> like uh, magnesium chloride. Oh, it's proprietary. And it's like, wait a minute, how is that proprietary? Is that trade secrets because you're getting it from someone that can get it for cheap? Well, I don't know. So there is some way of protecting it, and you can't force them to disclose it. I mean, you could. Uh, a doctor or someone could write a letter, or or maybe, you know, even a competitor can, can file a lawsuit if there's claims there that are false. And and um, so, I mean, there's, there's many ways to get a third body in there to kind of ask people what's really going on. Um, but that's a lot of work, and so, and a lot of energy. So... The best way to do it is just to see if people are telling you the truth about where their city is, that they're getting things from. Most of these places will not tell you about a city. They will never tell you about, um, they will just say Netherlands Zechstein because Zechstein is covered. Uh, you can use that name abusively. Netherlands, you can't use as abusively um, if you're saying it's sourced from there unless people are shipping through there and they're calling that sourced. 
So Asia can be shipping through the Holland port system, which is one of the bigger port systems in the world, um, or at least in the Western world. Um, and um, all of these, you know, Rotterdam, Amsterdam, the word dam at the end, you know, these are all these ports. And uh, so, um, so just trying to, or even Vendam, I guess, where the original source is from. But, um, so just trying to get some clarity here, why will they not give you a certificate? They just said flat blank, we will not give you a certificate. We do not have one. But we have good, great products, and we've been working with the same people for a long time. We know what we're doing. It's all good. And then they put the parentheses proprietary. So we believe that this is fake, that this is not a real, um, this is not really coming from Netherlands, um, at least not from the Vendam source, the actual original source where all this stuff comes from. There's only one source in the Netherlands that he has this cosmetic uh, batch controlled process. The, the rest is technical grade magnesium used for de-icing roads and you know, it's undiscerning. So it, it can have other things built into it. It can have more potassium or calcium or different things that are going to make it harder for the body to absorb the chloride molecule is what we're, you know, selling it for, the magnesium chloride and its natural oligo elements, um, but not like potassium and all these other things that are going to block, you know, they're not going to, you know, they always end up extracting, solvent extracting that stuff out so they can get it back to the pure magnesium chloride. And then they run it through analysis once it's been sterilized or cleaned up, they call it upgrading in the industry. And so they just sterilize it with solvents and, and then boom, you have a great different levels of products. Now we have human grade, cat grade, food grade, you know, whatever. And so, but these are all coming from this, you know, heavily extracted um, or solvent, either extracted or solvent um, added, you know, these are added at some point, you know, post extraction to clean, uh, to chemically treat the magnesium, to separate it from other contaminants. And even just other minerals, which don't work with it, you know, like there's things in there that are not going to be, um, that are going to hamper that molecule's um, ability to work. So what you want to do is you want to um, make sure you're getting these certificates. Now, this is more of a European practice than, a than an American practice because they just hide everything behind proprietary, if they can. I mean, until there's a lawsuit or some other pressure comes in, but... And then typically they disclose more privately, but they'll disclose and be like, okay, whatever. But it doesn't mean they're going to disclose to their public or anything like that. They may stop writing something if you get a judgment or whatever. But um, anyway, so the goal is just to find places that are, tell you the name of the city, where it comes from, maybe even give you engineers um, where you can call them. You know, something very transparent. Like why would they be hiding where they're getting their base magnesium from? Do you know what I mean? These are not something that you need to keep secret um, if it's coming from this central place that anyone can contact. I mean, as soon as you see a logo on my bottle that says Zextine inside, you can con you can type that, Google that, and call them. You know, and then there you are. You're in touch with the – we're not hiding anything. Why are they hiding something? You know, it's not like we're asking them for a proprietary formula that they've created, but we're just asking for the certificate of origin and authenticity. So that's not coming through. So now brands is off the chart. You know, they're using the wrong stuff and we can't figure that out. So that's, that's out. Um, and so um, now you have Ancient Minerals. Ancient Minerals is another big one online and they're a great marketing company and they have a lot of good stuff to, you know, they have a lot of good articles and they really are one of the pioneers in this. 
you know, they were working with Dr. Circus, Mark Circus, who wrote the book on transdermal magnesium. But since since all of these things happened, uh, since many years, I guess you could say, he's kind of unpartnered with them and is kind of doing his own thing. And, you know, there has there been a fallout or something? I don't know. But there's definitely like some division there. Um, and so, but it doesn't matter. That's not as important. What's important is um, that you find... Um, on their website, they have an old certificate dating seven years old certificate on their self-certified label called Genuine Zextine, which they created themselves. And then they self-certify that with a certificate coming from the Netherlands. Now, you can get certificates from the Netherlands easily because you can just send a sample from China to a lab in the Netherlands and then you can get that certificate and say, see, look, we have a certificate for these samples. Um, they won't control the origin of those samples. They will trust the origin or maybe the shipping. Maybe they have like some stamp or something like that, but it's very loose. You know, you don't really know exactly how, um, how you know, it's not like it's a, uh, you know, they're not paying an agent to come and trace all that, right? So it's a, it's a, it's a lower level of control. And so, um, so then that, anybody can get a, a certificate or even an analysis from a lab coming from Holland. That's easy. Um, but the the problem is, is where is the source actually coming from? And so they won't reveal their source either, with the exception of that document. That document dates seven years ago. Now, apparently they used to work with the actual original source. I know because I've contacted them. And they used to, but now they do not anymore. So what, you know, that's easy to figure out because the source is not getting orders from them anymore. But so what, so where did they, where did they go? So a lot of people, once they expand out and start growing, they start to realize that it's too expensive to get this stuff. And, and then they go into plastic or they just kind of switch and go into a different mode. And so then they realize that, you know, it's too, um, it's too pricey or sometimes they'll keep some of their X9 and then they'll just order some cheaper stuff and then use that for cosmetics and different things that they're blending. And so they'll just kind of like retain their Zextine claims somewhat half honestly because they're like, well, we used to have it. It's still kind of hanging around in there. There's probably a few drops in everything. So they just kind of retain it through that. Um, but the truth is they're no longer ordering from there and they're getting solvent extracted stuff and hopefully not tech technical grade stuff, which is even worse. Um, um, and that's actually technically, uh, technically illegal in Europe to be certified for cosmetic use. But, uh, in America, it's like, you know, it's wild, you know, the wild west to some degree. So, um, so we don't want that. I mean, I mean, you can see that they'll use it for flakes or something, which is maybe less, uh, you know, more going to just be mixed into bathwater or something. Like I can see them using the tech grade to build a, a flakes industry. Um, and so, um, why do they do this? Because they think that people don't really care about the molecule of magnesium. And to be some, to their credit, they, they're kind of right. Uh, but the problem is, is that then everybody gets a half spectrum magnesium. So they never get the detoxification powers, the chelation, bonding, uptake, membrane transport, and all these things at a heightened degree that they would if the magnesium molecule came from a natural state, meaning that nature had spent 250 million years producing that state. And then therefore we were able to get that highly pure, meaning separated from contaminants and even potassium and calcium and all those other things and becoming almost like a clear looking stone, which they call bishofit. They also call it white gold in Holland. So this, this is what you want. And this like gold, you can't recreate, you have to find it. And so this has been found already and there's a great abundance of it, but it's underneath Europe. 
And so, um, so they just kind of go around that because Asia is the biggest exporter of minerals in the world and they can give it to you for pennies on the dollar. You can have a whole range of products with creams and lotions and then all of a sudden you're running, you're off to the races and, and, but the problem is, is it's all solvent extracted. It's not, you know, not to mention Tibetan exploitation and everything that they've done since they've taken over that mountainous region. And that's where a lot of it comes from, the Kimdai Basin and, and then some of it in Mongolia and other areas, but in general, it's the Kimdai Basin, which is like kind of in between, you know, it's in, it's in Tibet. Uh, well, I guess it borders, maybe it borders on both countries, but, um, but Tibet is part of China right now. So it's, it's, it's an, it was an autonomous zone, but anyway. And so, um, so, you know, these two brands are not doing something right here and it's hard to get any more up-to-date stuff on their website. They just, they're dating it from back then because that's when they used to use it probably. Uh, but so, uh, maybe they'll update once they find out about this podcast, they'll probably update it and find another way to hide it or whatever, just like they did big articles on why they use plastic over glass and, you know, they just doing whatever they can to try to save face on what they're doing when, once you realize what glass does uh, to the magnesium molecule, um, I mean plastic does, you abandon it because you know the plastic molecules come in contact with the the magnesium molecule, and it, it, the magnesium has all the keys and locks to your cells, so it brings the mag plastic particles all the way down into the inner kingdom, all the way down into your cells, and so it gets a perfect delivery vehicle, which otherwise would have been stopped at different s stages. Uh, from getting down in there. So it's a really dangerous way to play and weaponize magnesium, one of the most essential, ubiquitous inner realities at the intercellular level, intracellular level, and um, and then load that up with plastics. So that's not intelligent at all. And then what's once more, it's also, you know, uh, it's just a price thing. That's really what it is. They're just saying that to justify the fact that they're trying to save money on this, that, and the other, instead of doing things right um, and building something that's more difficult and maybe with more breakage and more weight. And you could say dinosaur, oh, it's just a heavy profession. You just can't get it. But it's not true. There's, you know, you can get a bottle of glass bottled water still at Randall's from, from Norway or Italy um, for a dollar right? So, I mean, there's still some reality possible here, okay? So, don't, we don't want to get caught up in all of that. Um, we're just doing it because this is the only way we could, you know, save the money and everything else. So, um, it takes, you know, principle to hold on to values over, despite what, you know, everyone else is doing. So, um, so those two are the biggest brands. Now, there's other brands out there, of course. We've seen a few other ones. What are some big ones? I don't know. There's one with, I guess, like, with I don't know, that tennis player. What's her name? Venus Williams, Serena Williams. She kind of partnered up with somebody, and they're doing, like, a pain spray, I think they call it. So you have this this kind of thing, which, yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I think they're actually using the Zextine. How much of it? I don't know. And will they use it in their cosmetic formulations or whatever? So that's the other thing is all these big companies, they, they create these formulations. It's not because they're really thinking about membrane transport and how the magnesium is going to help you at a cellular level. They're thinking about copyright and trademarking, which is like why I don't like Shark Tank and all these other kind of entities, because they just want to find a way to protect everything. They don't understand the concept of open source and how powerful that can be. I mean, 
you know, it doesn't mean that everything has to be like, um, you know, free. Like, I don't mean open source, like, you know, Google gives you free emails and then therefore you go to Google because it's free. That's not open source. Open source means that, you know, that there's a, there's, there's a transparency about the, 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 the structure of that software or whatever that allows for clarity from both multiple angles. And I guess you could say like something like blockchain or whatever is another type of thing like that, where it tries to, I mean, it can still be controlled, you know, that's the problem, but it tries to create a ledger in between banks and people, uh, I mean, between people and money exchange, which is not the banks per se, but which can be monitored by anyone at any time online so that it can't be tricked into, you know, um, uh, it can be a anonymous um, and autonomous uh, ledger. Um, so that's just like transparency ideas. But a lot of these transparency ideas, they, 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 they don't want that, you know, they want to keep it. So I, we, our philosophy at Heart of Traditions is, hey, look, this can be stolen by anybody. But if anybody wants to steal this stuff at this price, put it in glass and distribute it to the world, well, then they're doing, they're doing good works. So why not more of that? I mean, we've only touched 1% of the market with all the magnesium needs and deficiencies. So more power to that. You know, we're, we're not going to try to control that. Um, and even if some big player comes along and does that exact thing, and I'm like eating my own words, it'll be great because over time that'll just develop into more and more activity around that. So uh, anyway... Um, so that this is this is another thing that I just don't get into is all these complex. We got to add aloe vera and MSM and do all these things. Sometimes some ideas can be beneficial, especially if you're respecting one thing with another thing. Meaning, okay, you take CBD topically and then you take magnesium topically. Maybe you take one one day, the other the next day. This kind of alternation and this respects each product, but allows for a different kind of you know, action to happen, maybe something that dries, something that brings fat, something that does this, something that regenerates, but, but, you know, different ways that things work on the body. I got that. But trying to just combine it all so you can keep the copyright on the patent of the, whatever it is, and call that, uh, uh, you know, that's, that's the way we've been doing business. Okay. So I'm not, not knocking that, but I'm saying that there's another way to do business. And so um, I don't want to go that route. But so anyway, so that's the other thing is all these complex things that, you know, formulations which do not ha which help do not help and definitely hinder magnesium's transport, uh, cellular transport capacity, which is one of the most key features of magnesium. I mean, it brings it keeps calcium from flooding the cells. It keeps calcium from flooding the tissues at the cellular level because it allows for kind of a natural calcium channel blocker um, and allows that limiting effect of magnesium, which softens and flexibilizes, I guess you could say, renders flexible um, the calcium matrix. And just like with your teeth, if they were just hard, it would be brittle, right? So you need that flexible matrix around that, that lattice. And that's the magnesium. So um, just knowing this, these two are out. At least for me, I mean, I wouldn't touch them because you know you have the plastic and then you have the certificate snafu. You just can't figure anything out. So and then you have all the non-dilution, or you don't even know if they're diluting it. You don't know if they're mixing it with something else. 
You know, they don't leave it up and open in a way where it can be re-controlled. You know, when you have Zechstein inside logo on there, you can take that same bottle and the same lab that invented, or not invented, but that, pro that, that brought that brine up to the surface and put it in a bottle, that same company can rescan it and go, yeah, this is ours. You know, this is what we know. And, you know, as soon as you do all these other kind of hoops and tricks, like, no, you can't do that anymore. You couldn't figure out what was what, with you know, because you've changed it and transformed it and cut something out and added this and whatever. So that's what they like to do. So be careful with all the fake stuff. And uh, those two brands, there's other brands out there um, that, um, that any of the other big brands, like I saw one at Walmart one time. And I've done all these market studies on this way back, but I'm just forgetting the exact name. But um, there's a big brand, you know, at Walmart. I think you can even find it. And um, but they're, you know, they're using like uh, plastic, and you know, and 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 their prices are so cheap that you kind of wonder if they're not mixing with something because they're just making a very small margin, very very small margin. And so sometimes things are not the right price. And it's not because a certain level they get bigger and they can expand more and they need that. I get that. I understand that different levels demand different realities to them. But I do also know that there is such thing as true price. And some of the true price can be reflected even at the very beginning stage of a business. You know, a lot of the people think that people just, they had low prices, like big businesses had low prices. And then as soon as they had, a, you know, hegemony on the market, well, then there they raised all their prices. And this is a common economic fallacy this does not happen even with like standard oil and rockefellers and some of these people that we hate you know or dislike or whatever for 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 what they became but in their inception some of these groups came on and, and found the true price and stuck with it and they were able to lower prices over time and became famous and then okay maybe they got greedy and they just got they're no longer hungry and they, whatever but what i'm saying is is that True price can be understood from from someone at the beginning of their path, and I think that some of these prices out there are too low for this product. They're too low, and they 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 you know I think that it's a quality product, and what it can do at the qualitative level is so powerful that um, it should be. I mean, even our products, which are like twenty five bucks for a two month bottle, and the other guys are probably half that, right? But it's still three bucks a week to heal the deficiency of the century and keep the glass and keep, you know, all the non-dilution and Zechstein origin and actually coming from this natural state stone, clear stone, like to keep all that in place. Um, you know, is that three bucks a week? I mean, not even a week because you're not going to do it more than three or four months, five months out of the year. So, I mean, you're at like 50, 60 bucks for the year. I mean, it's, it's doable. So if we go too low, you know, you could probably find our same type of product somewhere for like two bucks a pop. Well, there's a lot cheaper, but it's also go for it. You know, that's just the biggest efficiency in the world. 800 processes in your body. Yeah, go for it. You know, that's the, that's the smart place to spend to go cheap. You know, they do that. It's like almost like you're buying a $100,000, you know, disco, you know, nightclub and you spend like, 10 bucks on the needles that everything runs through the whole sound system that, you know, or maybe a million dollar club with a hundred thousand dollar sound system. Let's put it that way. So you got a hundred thousand dollar sound system and you run everything through the $10 needles instead of the hundred dollar needles. <laughs> so it's almost like that's the stupidest place to like not spend the money. Right. Um, 
I guess you could say that about eggs and bread and milk and and uh, salt and all these other things these base products butter these are the places you want to spend the most money if your butter costs you seven bucks above a pop then get five of them and do it for the month and and that'll be the 35 dollar expense on butter if your broth costs 50 bucks to make it costs 50 dollars to make a soy free soy non-soy fed broth that comes from different you know whatever animals that have been fed properly um then then that's the new normal. It's 50 bucks. You know, you make a month worth of broth and so be it. You're just learning how to do it. And even with the 50 bucks, you can even use glass bottled water because I do that. So you can get like amazing broth from that. Um, but you just have to adapt to that, that right price. Anyway, um, so hopefully that can help some people sift through some of the fakeries and, and get the right stuff. Come check us out at theheartoftradition.com for... The real stuff with the logo and the glass. And uh, and we also have a lot of free health tips, podcasts, and books, and all sorts of good stuff. Most of it for free. And so come on out and check us out at theheartoftradition.com.